Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Up next, The Truth with Lisa Booth, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. So it's pretty clear at this point that every negative news story about President Trump was a lie. The media lied about the Wuhan lab. They lied about Russia collusion. They lied about hydroxychloroquine. They lied about what he said about the military. The list goes on. The media and Democrats lied about every single one. And now we know that everything that Joe Biden ran on was also a lie. The guy's not a moderate. He's a radical. Don't say we didn't warn you. This is The Truth with Lisa Booth. Welcome back to The Truth with Lisa Booth. I've got quite the show for you guys this week. I I think you're going to know my next guest. It's Donald Trump Jr. Of course you know who he is. I'm really excited to have him on the podcast. I would always be excited to have him on the podcast. But this comes after the Daily Mail broke that crazy story about another first son, Hunter Biden, using the N-word and a series of absolutely bizarre text messages. Now, just imagine for one moment, what do you think would have happened if Don Jr. had sent those texts? CNN would be talking about it nonstop, MSNBC, 24-7 news cycle dedicated to this. It would be plastered all over the front page of the New York Times. Democrats would be screaming racist, racist from the rooftops. Remember when Joe Biden launched his candidacy on the Charlottesville lie, trying to paint President Trump as a racist? Turns out it was a little closer to home with his own son. We're also going to discuss the litany of lies that were told by the media throughout the Trump administration, the disastrous beginning of the Biden administration, and also what's next for the Trumps, both Don Jr. and President Trump. So with that, I want to introduce the one and only Donald Trump Jr. 
It's my pleasure, Lisa. Good to be with you. So, uh, Don, you know, it's kind of a target rich environment right now. If you look at what's happened under the Biden administration, but I, I don't know about you, but I am just infuriated. I mean, and we look at you, you go through the lies that were told during the Trump administration by the media, the lies that were told about your dad, uh, you know, what we learned just recently. They, they said that he had gas protesters for a photo op. That was wrong. Russia collusion was a lie. Uh, they said that he was ignoring Russian bounties on our troops. That was a lie. They said that he called soldiers suckers. That was a lie. They said that the lab leak uh, out of Wuhan was just a conspiracy theory. I mean, the, the list goes on. And it, it seems like basically every negative news story about your dad was all a lie. It, it, well, and, and they were. And we knew that all at, at a time. And, you know, I, I got to experience at least a pretty solid part of that lie as probably the you know, let's say the number two target of the Russia, Russia, Russia nonsense. I had to do, you know, 30 hours of testimony before the Senate and the House, uh, you know, because they wanted to try me for treason. I mean, that's how insane it's gotten. I mean, look at the Wuhan lab leak. I mean, when in logical human beings' minds would you say and outright just dismiss the notion that it came from the virology lab in the town where it originated, we're supposed to say that that was never even a plausible notion. And I'm saying, so you're telling me that it happened three feet out the front door of this laboratory because someone ate a bat. That was more likely, according to the media, than it happened in the place where they study these things. I mean, it was always ludicrous. And yet, if you said that, you were spreading conspiracy theories. You were vilified. You were deplatformed. You were thrown out of jobs. It's absolutely insane. And it shows that they always had an objective. The objective was to do whatever they possibly could to hurt Trump, to install their puppets for the leftist cause. And they did that. I mean, I spent last summer basically, you know, writing Liberal Privilege, a book about all of these things. And man, since then, I could have written the book, you know, I told you so which is all of this information was out there, Lisa. All of it was readily available, but no one could ever get to it because social media hit it, mainstream media hit it. It was sort of obvious if you put in the time to figure it out, but most people don't. And you know they were able to pull the wool over the eyes of the American public. And now you, know, you have disastrous policies in the Middle East. You have a disaster and humanitarian crisis at the border. You have energy pricing going through the roof. You have American energy pendants down the toilet, uh, you know, all of these things. And it's, it, they told you they were going to do it. They, they told you they weren't going to report on that. They were going to be great for blue collar workers. How's that working out? Uh, it's absolutely insane. But hopefully one day the American public will wake up. Well, and how taxing were those years for you? I mean, you talked about the Russia investigation. You testified for 30 hours before Congress. I'd heard something that Michael Caputo said, and I, I thought it really just summarized sort of the pain and the, the, the trouble that they put innocent people through uh, in their political efforts to try to railroad your dad and to railroad the people closest to him. And he told the Senate Intelligence Committee, GDU to hell, saying that the investigation forced his family out of their home, crushed his children due to mounting legal costs associated with the inquiry. But that part of it never got discussed by the media. I mean, their lies, the media's lies and the left's lies did real damage to human beings, put you and your family through living hell. What was that like? It was brutal at the same time. I, you know, I'm probably a bit of a masochist. I got a little bit of that Trump gene, which is like, hey, we're going to fight. Sweet. Like, you know, you almost miss it when it's not. But I mean, I had my lawyers on a daily basis being like, you can't say that. Like, they're going to. And I just told them, I go, guys, 
Like, there's literally, if I go, you know, crawl up into a corner, you know, roll up into a ball in the fetal position and suck my thumb and give up, and like, they will not go any lighter on me. Uh, you know, this is sort of their religion. Uh, in, while it's nonsense, I got to keep fighting. And so I had that. Uh, so it, it didn't bother me as much as some, but like, you know, when you have, you know, the head of the intelligence committee is saying, you know, they want to investigate you for treason, you know, minor details. Like it's a crime punishable by death. Now, what I, even what they accuse me of doesn't actually fit the definition, but it doesn't sort of matter. Uh, it, it creates a level of gravitas that's pretty serious. You know, where I was blessed and where I guess I was lucky compared to others was, you know, part of it was the game, uh, like you said, with Caputo. It was a financial destruction game, right? Make you have lawyers. You need to do it. You, if you don't have it, then you're going to say something wrong, even if you're 100% right and 100% well-intentioned. They can then manipulate that to destroy your lives. You know, I was blessed that, you know, while I spent millions, literally millions in it, and, that you know, that's the game of attrition, I had the ability to do that. You know, not a lot of people had the ability to do that without sort of the uh, you know, serious financial repercussions. Obviously, it sucks and it hurts, but I still had the ability to do it. Not a lot of other people did, uh, and and that's where they win. They beat you down through a, you know a war of financial attrition, mental attrition. Some people can't handle sort of the stress of it very well. Uh, the, you know that aspect never got to me as much, uh, for better or worse. Uh, maybe the you know sort of my EQ has been uh, you know knocked down to a to a level that I guess you know I'm just sort of impervious to a lot of the nonsense at this point. Uh, again, for better or worse, but you know they did that to people, and that's all it was. It was always BS, but it didn't stop them from trying to ruin a lot of people to push their political narrative, and they did just that. There's no accountability, Lisa, and that's that's the problem. You see that with some of the ongoing stuff, whether it's the New York Attorney General's office. I mean, they've been investigating for five years. They, they, they haven't even they're like in search of a crime. They can't figure it out, but they campaigned on it. They raised dollars on that. We're going to try to hurt Trump. And where, where do you go? You appeal it to a leftist judge in New York that's going to say, oh, yeah, we're OK with you doing this because of the political ends. Uh, you know, that's where you are. And that's where we are as a country right now. And because there's no accountability, because there's very few people in a mainstream media, almost no people on the social media side. I mean, you are working and fighting an uphill battle. It's not a fair playing field. It's not level ground. Um, but we have to keep fighting because when you see the agenda that they're trying to push, it's truly scary for you know our way of life and our belief system here in this country. Do you think they'll ever stop? No, I, I don't. I, I think you know they keep going some way, and you know, uh, you know they, they'll get some sort of fake gratuitous win that's really not. You know what what they're promising you is you know this is the gaudy crime family that you know they'll they'll figure out a way to get a ministerial win in my opinion, and then they'll say look we got it, and it's like that's not what you promised the people. I mean that's not what you said. So you know it, it, again you know you can go through and just try to break people. You, you attack their people's families, just like they did with Caputo. They're doing that with other people. And you, you know, that's what's going to happen. I think they just keep going. And again, there's no checks and balances. There's no consequence. If they lose, nothing happens, right? They, they're spending taxpayer dollars. I mean, New York's the perfect example. Look at the crime rates. Look at the murder rates. Look at the people that are just literally fleeing the state, what that's going to do to tax revenue. So rather than spending money to stop crime, they're spending millions of dollars trying to investigate their political enemies for five years. Right? It's just not good use of taxpayer funds. But again, who's going to stop them? 
There's no consequence. So, you know, if, if you're a business and you do this with another business, hey, you got legal fees, you got this, they're playing, you know, with house money. It doesn't cost them anything. So even if they lose after five years, they say, oh, and then we have people, well, are you having trouble paying your legal bills? It's like, no, of course, like, you know, we're, we're a successful company. We're getting credible assets. We're doing great. But like, who wants to spend millions of dollars a year fighting nonsense? It doesn't make it right. And again, that's still the media spin. Oh, they're getting hurt financially. And that's the, that's sort of the intended win uh, if they can't do the other things. And because you, again, have nowhere to go, it just keeps going on unchecked. And it's pretty disgusting. One thing that gets lost in a lot of these conversations is that the lies from the media have an impact. I mean, even just looking at the stuff surrounding COVID, right? So uh, so the media dismissed hydroxychloroquine. There was a study that just turned out or that said that it could actually increase survival rates by 200%. That was dismissed outright just because your dad was saying that it could potentially be something that would be beneficial to folks. Look at all the time we lost, valuable time, all the, all the all the evidence is probably destroyed by China at this point because your dad had said it might come it might have come from the lab in Wuhan. So, of course, that was dismissed as a conspiracy theory, despite, as you laid out earlier, probably the most probable uh, scenario of all. So that was dismissed. All the evidence is probably destroyed. That that ship has sailed. So it's like these lies actually have a consequence and a public health impact as well. And I, I feel like that gets lost sometimes in these conversations. A hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, hey. Uh, based on those reactions, they, I mean, the media has blood on their hands. There's literally no question about that. I mean, they created this in their desperate attempt to try to hurt Trump. They blew off things that probably were right. I mean, and it wasn't like Donald Trump said, this is 100 percent right. He, he was hopeful. He was hopeful that it could work. Like, why would you attack a president for being hopeful that something could work? They just knew that they could weaponize a crisis for their political gains. And that's all it is. You see that on a daily basis. You know, it's no more news. There's no more journalism. It's literally, you know, political entertainment. Uh, and they're playing with people's lives. They have been for a long time. These people, in my opinion, were thrilled that there was you know, a potential viral outbreak because they could use it to hurt Donald Trump when the economy was strong, when everything was going well. And now they're saying, look, look what they got. Oh, great. They got no more mean tweets, Lisa. And look at everything else. Uh, you know, I'd argue there's not a there's not a good economic statistic out there relative to where we were prior to this. But, hey, at least Donald Trump's not in office. Uh, it, it's moronic and it's sad, but you, you hit it right. I mean, it it was dangerous and it cost lives. You, 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 you banish people that were, look at the Fauci emails. I mean, there were credible scientists giving him advice, but, you know, he would rather get on there with Chris Cuomo uh, and, and talk nonsense because, you know, they'd give him two minutes. This guy's not a scientist. He's a bureaucrat in a lab coat. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. He's an incompetent. He was in government because he probably couldn't have made it in the private sector. He wasn't good enough or smart enough, in my opinion, to do these things. But we gave him unfettered credibility, not based on anything, but based on the fact that he loved TV, he loved cameras, never met a camera he didn't like, and he'd give them everything they wanted each and every time. I, I think he cost lives. Uh, and, and the media certainly is complicit in helping him do that. I totally agree. We have to take a quick break back on the other side. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? 
because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The president of Echo Health Alliance, which is the received a grant, you know, received grant money from the NIH. They're the ones that then gave that money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology that spent the money on bat coronavirus research. You've got this guy emailing Dr. Fauci, thanking him for dismissing the possibility that it came from a lab, uh, which sort of raises the question that, you know, there's a little self-interest there, isn't there, to try to downplay that theory. hundred percent. I mean, you know, he could be the reason, you know, and then you have sort of the gain of function stuff that was probably going on. And I mean, we were paying China to look at ways to weaponize coronaviruses, you know, and again, I'm not saying they leaked it on purpose. I would say this. I mean, man, a virus that kills predominantly the elderly or those with pre-existing conditions, what country in the world could possibly benefit from that if and when we were taught, if we wanted to go that far? I mean, China with an aging population of about 1.2 billion people, you know, they they've gotten a taste of some wealth and economic success. You can't just blow them off like they could in the past anymore. You know, it's not off the table in terms of a, a plausible theory. And yet, man, if you say that, by the way, I bet today I still get killed for saying it. But like, I don't know. It seems more plausible than 90 percent of the crap they've been jamming down our throats. The notion, again, that it came from a bat in a wet lab. Most of those pictures I've heard, by the way, that they showed you were actually from Indonesia, not even from China and certainly not from Wuhan. So they used whatever they could to drive a narrative, criticize those for talking about or asking the question and scientists 
in the emails saying, hey, listen, uh, how is that this didn't you know, somehow come from the lab? Literally not 100 percent the most plausible. I'm not saying it happened. I'm saying it's, in my mind, the most logical response. And those people were destroyed when people questioned it. The email was too long for him to read. Fauci couldn't be bothered to read an email from a scientist who knows about these things because he was too busy granting interviews to CNN and doing cover stories for InStyle magazine because this bureaucrat, he got to be famous. He loved it. He loved every second of it. He was a hero, even though, you know, he did nothing to actually help. He was a hero and he relished in it. And the media gave him that limelight because they could use it to weaponize it against Donald Trump. This guy's, in my opinion, he's an incompetent. There, there are probably thousands of scientists that could have done a significantly better job and or would have at least been objective in looking at the actual science. Because we've been told a lot about science, Lisa, in the last year, but it doesn't seem they actually follow real science unless it also aligns with their political objectives. And that's not science. And Dr. Fauci said, you know, an attack on me is an attack on science. Yeah. Why? 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 You're not science, Dr. Fauci. He, he, he was incorrect and or lied about the masks and their efficacy. Uh, he's admitted that he did a lot of stuff because of the show of it. This guy's like an entertainer. He's not a scientist. Uh, you know, man, uh, that, that anyone even thinks this guy's even competent, uh, let alone credible uh, to this day is, is borderline shocking to me. Uh, it, it's an absolute embarrassment. And you can see it. He's doing this recovery tour because, oh, he loved being a hero because, in all fairness, this guy was never anything more than a bureaucrat. But he loved it and he relished it. You know, he's out there throwing out the first ball at a baseball game. He's wonderful. You know, he can't get it. He he threw it somewhere closer to first base than home plate. Minor details. Uh, You know, he's probably still a better baseball pitcher than he is a scientist. Um, But, you know, it didn't matter. None of it mattered. It was all narrative. Yeah, but Don, you know, China is not our biggest threat. It's global warming. That's what uh, Biden oh, well, just said. Well, it was said. white supremacy, Lisa. Last week it was white supremacy. Now, there were people I saw that were like, well, you know, I researched this stuff for various law enforcement agencies. And it's, it's like, let's say it's, I don't want to say it's a non-issue, but it's bordering on a non-issue. And it certainly isn't one of the you know top 10 premier threats to America. But it was white supremacy last week until, Lisa, until the Hunter emails came out. Then... Oh, no, well, now it's not so much. Maybe Joe thought it was white supremacy because he's surrounded by racists. Maybe he thought white supremacy was the greatest threat sur- surrounding America because of his own thoughts and commentary on this in the past, whether it be verbally, whether it be through legislation or whether it be from you know, his son you know, dropping the N word with reckless abandon. Uh, maybe that's why he thought it. And maybe he thinks it's no longer the greatest threat to American democracy because of climate change and global warming. Because you know what? Let's distract from what his own son did. And I take this stuff personally because I know what they would do to me. If I had the Hunter texts, I know what they would do to me. And he wouldn't be getting a pass. Uh, Don Lemon uh, wouldn't be totally ignoring it. Uh, This would be a dominant story all over the place. But again, maybe now it's climate change. You know, while we're speaking at a military base again, because it's definitely not nuclear proliferation in China. It's definitely not the same in North Korea or Russia. It's climate change, uh, which seems like it would be distracting from what was the prior 
greatest threat to America, white supremacy, despite no one actually believing that, uh, you know, it, it could be a distraction uh, from his own moron son uh, and racist son. But, you know, that's just me. Well, not even his son. I mean, Joe Biden has said that a long time ago, he said he didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle. He said that uh, poor kids could be just as bright as white kids. He said you're not black if you don't vote for him. Uh, he said that you have to have an Indian accent to go into a 7-Eleven. He said Obama was the first uh, African-American who was, uh, I think, articulate and clean or something of that nature. I mean, this guy has literally made some of the most racist statements uh, I think maybe anyone who holds political office has made. Yeah, no, the, the guy's, you know, clearly, you know, has some issues with that. And he's also, listen, he cannot, Lisa, get through his speech. You know, he's just a plant. You know, he didn't have to campaign. He didn't have to do anything. Uh, he, he still can't. He, I mean, he literally can't get through his speech. I just say, you know, I watched the thing yesterday in front of the troops. He's stumbling back and forth. He can't remember where he is. He makes ridiculous. Of it. And I said, Joe, just do me a favor. Turn the teleprompter around. Turn the teleprompter around. Let us read what your handlers are writing for you, because you can't even deliver the message from a teleprompter. Um, so the, the whole thing is asinine. You, you have an incompetent vice president that was chosen purely because she checks off a couple boxes. I mean, what she win? Like three percent of California, her home state. Like, it, but you know, hey, she's an African American woman, so let's put her on the ticket. Like, you see how well that's going. Uh, she couldn't she couldn't win a national office if she tried. Even their own people are admitting it's a disaster. But, you know, that's what you get when you have a multi-billion or, frankly, a multi-trillion dollar mainstream media complex and tech, big tech, a social media complex doing nothing but silencing your opponents, uh, doing nothing but artificially boosting you, deciding what to cover and what to give a pass on. You know, it's it's the true definition of liberal privilege, but it's a hard hill to overcome. It's an obstacle that's hard to surmount because it is so extensive and it's so intertwined. I mean, the left with media and big tech, you know, it, it's very difficult to do. So we, we have to be pushing back on this nonsense and until we stop worrying about getting canceled and, and fighting back ourselves. You know, they're going to steamroll us like they've done for the last five decades. How do we push back, though? I mean, they took your dad off social media, which is absolutely insane. And I, I don't understand why there's not more outrage from every single American about that. I mean, we heard, you know, articles about banks not doing business with him. I mean, they basically try to ostracize him from society simply because they don't want him ever to run again. Correct. Well, that's what it is. You know, that same thing with the investigations, right? Let's let's hold some cloud over his head to make it more difficult for him to run if he wants to in the future, right? It's no different than, hey, Russia, Russia, Russia doesn't have to be real. I mean, there may be people on CNN still pushing that nonsense today. They just want to do whatever they can to hold that cloud over his head to create or sow the seeds of doubt in a few people so you make it a little bit harder for him to do it. That's all they've been doing. But we got to wake up to it. I mean, you know, we're so worried about being canceled. I, I think, honestly, if we all just band together and say, screw it, we don't care, uh, it's going to make it a lot harder for them to do it. But we've just got to get people to not be afraid. Uh, you know, they've been bashing conservatives, putting them in a corner, you know, threatening them, essentially. You know, they can't, you know, threaten or cancel 75 million people. You know, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. We just can't allow it to work. And, uh, you know, until people sort of, step up and realize what's going on, sort of band together in all of this nonsense, you know, they're going to keep doing it because it's very effective. Um, you know, I've never been a proponent of cancel culture. At the same time, I sort of look at the battlefield that we're on and say, hey, guys, you know, unless we actually start fighting fire with fire and, and actually doing what they're doing to us, like, they're going to keep doing it. They love 
uh, you know, cancel culture. I mean, uh, you know, Sonny Hostin yesterday on The View, I saw that thing, he was like, it's not cancel, it's consequence culture. Well, let's hold them accountable for the lies. Let's hold the media accountable for, you know, wh- what they did during COVID, for pushing false narratives, for acting as artificial boosters, uh, you know, to the, the Democrats and to the leftist agenda. You know, when we start doing that, I think we actually start winning because I think, candidly, <laughs> they're pushing a lot more nonsense than anyone uh, they're just not being held accountable. So they're really happy to just take the win and call it a day. But you think more Americans would be outraged that, you know, these lies and the suppression of information actually had an impact. I mean, Media Research Center found that 70 percent of Biden voters would not have voted for him if they were aware of major news stories that the media had censored and big tech had censored. So it's you literally have the media in big tech throwing the election and making a significant impact in the election. That should outrage every American. A hundred percent. I mean, listen, this was a, a, a sort of a key thesis of my book, Liberal Privilege. I wrote last summer, like I go, hey, guys, like this is what's happening. It is going on. Here's what they're going to do again, whether it had to do with American energy, whether it had to do with the pipeline, whether it had to do uh, with Hunter and the shady business deals. You know, and you're right. Like and they won't even show that vote. But people, oh, man, I can't believe I didn't know. It's like it was there. Like I was talking about it, but like if I put out a, you know, I, I look at my analytics on social, they just suppress all of those things. You can literally see it across the board. I mean, it's playing out in real time. They did what they could to run cover for the incompetence. And if people knew it, uh, they, they would have voted differently. Uh, if people knew it, uh, they, it would have affected not just the, you know, the, the national elections. It would have affected a lot of the local stuff. But again, you have a multi-trillion dollar industry that is your free marketing division. It is hard to get over that if people aren't sort of educating themselves uh, you know, outside of those mainstream sources. And they got to start doing that. And when they do and when they wake up and when they start talking to their friends, and stop being afraid to have these actual conversations for fear of cancellation. Uh, we can actually you know, do something here, but we, we all have to be in it. It's not going to happen from one person. You know, Donald Trump can't do it alone. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they'll do whatever they can to attack him about it, and they have. But we all sort of have to be in this together. We have to sort of you know, you know, spread that word collectively. And if we do, I think we actually have a pretty good chance Uh, at this fight, because people will actually see what's going on. Until that happens, though, it's not very promising. But it's also corporations, too. I mean, you look at how corporations have meddled in election laws and states. And even like one thing that I always thought was super suspicious is you have Pfizer waiting until after the election to announce that they have a vaccine that I I, I think uh, was effective, like 90 percent effective or something like that. Uh, But anyways, you have Pfizer waiting until after the election uh, to announce success with a vaccine when your dad had been saying that we probably would have a vaccine before Election Day and just suspiciously announce it after? I mean, oh, well, you see that all over. I mean, you know, sort of woke corporate, you know, America, you know, hey, it's just it's really easy to be left. All these people, you know, in, in the end, they, they just want to be loved. They know that if they do these things, they'll get a little attention from the media who will turn them into great heroes. I mean, you know, you see whether it be you know, what's going on in MLB and sports, whether it's what's going on, you know, the airlines. We're going to make sure we have, you know, 50% women or minorities as pilots. It's like, well, what if there's what if there's just not that many people applying? Like, is there anything wrong with just saying, how about we have all the best pilots? Because, you know, there's nothing, you know, if I go crashing in a fiery ball into the ground at about 500 miles an hour, I'd like to know that I just have the best pilot. I don't care if they're all minority, if they're all the best. But, like, I'm not going to feel good about that being like, you know what? We had a really diverse crew. It's a disaster. 
we're running into you know the ground at 500 miles an hour, but it was diverse, and so I'm okay with it. Like it's insanity. But you know, again, until we collectively start pushing back on it, it's going to keep happening because it's easy for them to be woke. They get all the free attention. They get all the extra credit. They get invited on to to speak on CNN to their three viewers. Uh, you know, and it's a big deal for the average executive to do that, even if no one's watching, because you know the reality is they still don't have that kind of exposure. So you know. We, we, we have to, you know, kind of combat the entire system that has allowed that stuff to continue because they're peddling lies. You see that. I mean, they even got it wrong about, you know, the Georgia voting stuff and MLB. It's like you go through this stat. So you take it from Atlanta, uh, an area where, uh, you know, a predominantly mi- minority population is going to be adversely affected. And you put it into Denver <laughs> where where you have a significantly less uh, you know, minorities able to benefit from the advantages. And, you know, no one thinks about it. They're, they're combating Georgia voter laws. They, I, what was the number? Like 70 percent of people across the board were in favor of. So the narrative is nonsense. But again, no one's calling it out. And certainly no one on a large scale. So we just got to keep fighting. You know, Russia sort of dominated, obviously, the conversations throughout your dad's presidency. But according to The New York Post, uh, Biden and his allies actually received money from a top Russia lobbyist in 2020, a Russia lobbyist who was also working on behalf of efforts like Nord Stream 2, which your dad, of course, was fighting against and the Biden administration has given the green light to. So you, you would think maybe that's something that should get a little bit more coverage, right? Yeah, you, you, you would think that Joe Biden being so, you know, so anti-pipeline. Uh, he'll cancel your pipeline here in America, which would you know, hurt uh, energy pricing, uh, which would destroy tens of thousands of uh, you know, good, hardworking Americans jobs. But, you know, Russia, sure, you can give a pipeline to uh, you can give a pipeline to Germany. By the way, you know, Germany, who wants us to also spend billions of dollars protecting them from Russia, is going to enrich Russia by giving them their. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. And then if we criticize NATO, say, well, why are we spending this much money in NATO? No one else wants to pay their fair share. You know, they're all about fair share when it comes to taxing. You know, there is no uh, there is no amount of if they took 100 percent of your income, that's, you're still probably not covering your fair share, Lisa. But when NATO doesn't actually pay the obligation that they have agreed to in writing, that's not their fair share. But we're going to spend more money to protect them from the enemy that they're giving billions of dollars to. They say, well, the pipeline's almost complete. Guess what? A pipeline's not complete until it's complete. A pipeline's not complete until it's complete. And so, well, we're going to give them a pass. If Donald Trump did this to Vladimir Putin, there would be Russia collusion stories 24-7 for the next 50 freaking years. Nothing. Not a thing. We're literally enriching and enabling Russia. We're giving them a stronghold in Europe. Uh, we're weakening our powers there. We're hurting our energy sector. And it's like we're doing this wonderful thing for the world. Uh, it's, it's sick. It's actually sick. Well, and we know that China wanted Joe Biden to win. How involved do you think he was with his son's business dealings? I mean, even looking back when he was VP, he brought Hunter Biden on Air Force Two. Uh, he met with a business partner in China. Joe Biden met with the guy, shook his hand. Ten days later, a Chinese business license was approved. The Hunter Biden was trying to get. So how involved do you think Joe Biden was in his son's business dealings? I, I think significantly. I mean, I, I think he was involved significantly, I, you know, and, and that doesn't have to be much. It just has to sort of be a casual wink, wink, nod, nod that it's going to be OK. But like, you know, 
the, the Chinese are not stupid people. I mean, you know, when, when their sovereign wealth funds and stuff like that invest a billion dollars in Hunter Biden, I, I know plenty of big guys that have gotten invested you know, money from China, and they go, hey, guy, Don, their due diligence process is unlike any other. They're vetting every individual on the team. They're making sure that, you know, you think they're giving it to a guy that was thrown out of the military for, you know, drug abuse who has the history that Hunter Biden did, or do you think they're maybe giving him money because they realize this is a soft and easy target. Of course, that's what they're doing. Of course, that's what they're doing. So he didn't have to be involved in the details. He just had to show up, shake a couple hands, wink, wink, nod, nod, no problem. If I did these things, it would be a major story, and rightfully so. Uh, but, but with Hunter, it gets a total pass. You think they're giving a crackhead uh, a billion-dollar investment, the, most, the people who do the most diligence ever, to a guy with no track record and actual financial sort of capability? You know, just like uh, Ukraine gave him a board seat, millions of dollars to sit on a board for a business he knew nothing about in a country he couldn't speak the language, you know, uh, of course, he was going to be invaluable to there. Well, what's the value add? I can only wonder. I can only wonder, Lisa. Uh, but it doesn't take a genius to figure it out. Well, and the guy thought cheese was crack. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, he tried smoking Parmesan cheese. Imagine, imagine that was me. So when I make fun of that, which is pretty insane, when I make fun of that, oh, Don, you're being unsympathetic to someone with addiction problems. Like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Like, having an addiction problem doesn't absolve you from being a total piece of garbage in every other aspect of your life, right? If I knocked up a stripper and spent three years trying to avoid child support, Lisa, it would probably be a really, really big story. Like, a really big one. Hunter, no problem. Total pass. I can't believe you'd even bring it up, Don. It's, wow, so terrible of you. You think I'd get that break? You think they'd give me uh, the benefit of the doubt and say, no, no, there's probably something else to the story? No, I don't think so, Lisa. I'm pretty sure it would be a really big deal. But, you know, he can do it. So that, that's not addiction. He's just a bad guy. He figured this is an easy way to make money. They've been bilking it forever. And it's not just Hunter. Joe's brother, I wrote about this in Liberal Privilege as well. Same thing. They've been feeding off of his taxpayer-funded office for decades. That's their business. And, you know, again, because he's a Democrat, he'll, that's okay. But it does feel like we have this two-tier justice system because you look at like Hillary Clinton, you know, they got a complete pass, even though we know that they lied to FBI agents. And then you look at the investigation against you guys when obviously no one did anything wrong. Or even you look at the fact that, uh, you know, Hunter Biden, uh, it looks like he might have even committed a felony when purchasing a gun in 2018 because he lied about his drug use on a form. And then according to Politico, Secret Service agent tossed, tossed the gun into a trash can. So it just seems like there's this complete two-tiered system where, you know, the justice system works against Trump supporters or conservatives, uh, and then anyone who's a liberal just gets this free pass. A hundred percent, Lisa. The reality is, you know, the left has done a very good job of sort of infiltrating the highest forms. I mean, even in law enforcement, you look at sort of, you know, the woke army ads. You probably saw the stuff that they put up. A I mean, it looks like they're auditioning for a Disney princess, not for the army. Um, you know, they're doing that. You have the woke CIA ads. I am definitely not a checkbox candidate, but here are the 30 boxes I check. You know, I suffer from major anxiety disorders, but that didn't stop me from joining the CIA. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, if you're China and Russia, you're watching that, you're, you're, you're chomping at the bit. You, you love what's going on. And we think it's, I mean, it's insanity. And yet, if you look at it, you know, whether it's the craziness that's going on in the FBI, you got woke CIA, you got woke Pentagon and military, you know, diversity training last week, Lisa, diversity training is essential 
It's essential to defending our country. I'm like, I don't know. I think we did pretty good for the first 250 years before diversity training. Like, pretty sure it's not essential. Uh, you know, th- there are scientific studies that say it's actually counterproductive or at best net neutral. So, you know, I have friends on the SEAL teams that literally have told me they're like, dude, we spend more time on that garbage than we do shooting by a lot. It's it's asinine. But the left has done a great job infiltrating those higher things. The door kickers at the FBI are not thrilled. Leadership, the lawyers, the people who wouldn't know the difference between a trigger and a muzzle on a gun. You know, those guys, they're all part of that system. Uh, they've done a great job. And until we you know, shake things up pretty significantly and get rid of those people in those power positions, you know, uh, the future hegemony of our country is in, at great risk, in my opinion. And I don't think they care. How weak do you think that's going to make us? Because, you know, you point out, like, I, I don't care what gender you are going into the CIA I don't, or what you identify as, whatever. I don't care what color your skin is. I just want people that want to kick ass and take names. It's like, so how weak does all this make us? It's like they're focusing on everything that actually doesn't matter while ignoring what matters. I, I think significantly because you're gonna, again, well, we got to put, you know, we, we need someone who weighs 74 pounds to be on SEAL Team 6 because we need to make sure we represent those who are, you know, physically small. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like that's where we're going. Uh, I, I don't think it's right. I think it's moronic. But, you know, again, if, if you if you come out and say something, I mean, I'm attacked for saying these things. And it's just like, at, at what other point in history was this not common sense? You know, a, a big one that I'm, you know, I've sort of been talking about for years. You know, some people are finally coming about to it. It's like the sort of, you know, the trans women in sports. Now, let me be clear. I don't give a crap how you identify. I couldn't care less. When you're like this woman weightlifter in, um, you know, in Australia or New Zealand now, it's like she was a man until she was 37. She's now 40 and she's going to compete in weightlifting at the Olympics as a trans woman. Like, like, where are the feminists, Lisa? Where are the people who fought for Title IX saying, hey, you know, there may be some biological advantage to having been a man for 37 years. Like, are we that stupid? You know, as a, as a father... Uh, you know, of, of an athletic daughter. I'm like, I don't want her competing against someone who decides how to like, do we honestly think that there aren't going to be people gaming this system saying, you know what? Hey, if I check off the box as trans, you know, I could either be a better athlete and or get a scholarship or I could just, you know, it's just a diversity category I can check off to help me get into college. Um, it's, it's pretty ridiculous what's going on. And, and you say something, it's you know, people lose their minds. That's actually an issue that even the ones that hate me, because I can, I can judge this one on Twitter pretty well. You know, I'll be like, hey, uh, you know, the trans woman in sports thing, I'll say something about it. And people are like, man, I hate you with a passion, Don, but you're actually right on this issue. And yet the powers that be are pushing it like it's totally legit, negating years and years of the science they love to fall back on so often uh, when it's conducive and convenient to their political narrative. Uh, They're just going to ignore this one. Uh, no problem. There's clearly not a biological advantage to bone structure, muscle density, yada, 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 to someone who was a man for 37 years in weightlifting. Stop. Stop. It's insane. And yes, I, all I do is I think it just weakens us. And, and again, uh, you know, I grew up in New York. I, I could care less about what you, you choose to identify as. It doesn't matter. But like, we have to draw the line somewhere. And it doesn't seem like anyone's ever going to do that. It seems like they're just going to keep pushing for the highest level of insanity. And the people who are hurt most are going to be, you know, in the case of the trans women in sports, you know, female athletes, biological female athletes who spent their entire lives mastering their sports. And they're going to sit there and, and, and be displaced 
by someone who you know was a journeyman male athlete who decided last week that they want to be you know trans. Like it's it's insane. Well, you know, I played field hockey and lacrosse in high school, so I I just think about how much BS it would have been to have to play against men uh, back in the day. I mean, that's just completely it's it's just an issue of unfairness, which is what you're getting at. But you know, another thing I wanted to talk to you about under your dad, we really saw sort of this realignment in politics, right? We saw. Uh, a lot of working class voters being drawn to your dad when the Democrat Party has really sort of become the party of the coastal elites. How much of that do you think will continue over the years, this realignment we're seeing? But we just saw there was a mayoral race in McAllen, Texas. Uh, Republicans flipped it. It's 85 percent Hispanic. You know, What kind of realignment do you think happened and where does that go, you think? Listen, I, I think so much of that's really contingent on how the Republican Party responds. If they go back to sort of the establishment Republican Party policies, I think it disappears in a year or two. Uh, if they actually start trying to represent the hardworking men and women of this country, I mean, those minority voters and those Hispanic voters and those border types, it's because they see what illegal immigration does. It's because they see the human trafficking with their own eyes, the drug trafficking with their own eyes. They want what's that. These are good, hardworking people. They love what they're doing in America. They don't want that dream ruined for themselves. They get it. Now, you know, if you go back sort of, you know, the, the Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, Paul Ryan Republican Party that's too afraid to actually stand up and say what needs to be said, that that lead, those gains, they're gone. And I mean, quickly. So we just need to be putting forth candidates that can actually you know, speak the truth, talk common sense, and predominantly aren't afraid to take the slings and arrows that will be thrown at them, Lisa. And that's the reality. You just have to have the stomach for it. If we put forth those kind of candidates, I think we I think we'll do great. I, I think it's uh, Donald Trump started that movement. But, you know, it, there, there's a lot of Republicans that if they were in leadership, I, th I think they would blow it in a matter of seconds. Uh, I, I think we need to make sure we focus on that. We need to push the right things and we need to pe put people in power who have the guts to actually fight and push back and not be pushed into a corner. Who needs to lose their primaries? <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, there, there's definitely a couple people. I mean, you know, I, I, I can I can think of a bunch. Uh, you know, a, a lot of them would have been the people you know, too gutless to vote on the impeachment stuff. You know, again, it's sort of, you know, the Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, uh, you know, portion of the party. You know, let, let's just well, I want to be in Republican leadership. Now, I don't want to do anything that that entails. You know, Liz Cheney, Republican leadership. That, that was a special one, like Republican leadership. You're supposed to recruit good candidates who can win. You're supposed to raise money. You know, I'd say I has pretty good bona fides in terms of being on the trail, trying to do those things for Republicans that deserve it. And like never seen, never saw her. Not even once. He didn't do it. It's like, hey, you know, she's in leadership, but not willing to do. We need people who will actually fight. So those people need to lose their primaries. You can look at the impeachment list. Those people should probably do it because you know that when it comes down to it, they're not going to be there when you need them. Those are the people who are going to be influenced by a bad article in Politico, even though, you know, the actions are probably desired by their constituents. They're more concerned about being invited to the cool person, you know, holiday party because we can't say Christmas anymore, Lisa. They'll be they want to be invited to the cool person holiday party in Washington, D.C., not do what's good for their constituency. So we need to get rid of those people and we need to replace them with people who can actually win. And more importantly, people who will actually fight. Quick commercial break back on the other side. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. 
Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. But what's hilarious is a lot of these people on the left said that your dad was authoritarian, and yet here Democrats are, with Joe Biden's blessing, trying to push H.R. 1, which would nationalize and federalize elections and overturn states' rights in that regard, pack the courts, and add Senate seats through Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. It's There's a little bit of an irony there, isn't there? A lot. I mean, but again, that's sort of the liberal privilege, right? We're, you know, we're going to accuse you of doing all the things that we're actually doing. And as long as we keep doing that, it doesn't matter. No one's going to call them out on it, right? Mainstream media won't do it. Social media will suppress or cancel or you know, deplatform anyone that calls them out. You know, they, they have carte blanche uh, to be authoritarian. Uh, they, they've been doing it for a long time. They're, they're trying to federalize things. They want to get rid of states' rights. And, and people are blindly assuming, oh, no, no, they're being good, good stewards of democracy. It's, it's asinine. It's absolutely ridiculous. But again, uh, you know, there's very few people actually talking about it. No, no one on the mainstream side. And so people are fed a narrative that they believe. And, and unfortunately, most people, and I understand a lot of people don't have the time to sort of do the research or figure it out for themselves. But, you know, uh, you know, the irony of, you know, Donald Trump as an authoritarian, it's like, I don't know, you know, doesn't seem like he did a lot of things that were actually authoritarian. And it seems like the Democrat platform and the things that they're actually pushing for 
would do a lot of harm to individual liberty, to individual freedom, and to democracy as we know it in this country. But again, uh, no one's going to tell you that. Uh, and you're certainly not going to see it on CNN. Well, and you also have people like Gavin Newsom, who uh, still has California under a state of emergency, who have just grossly abused their powers throughout COVID, locked people down, destroyed businesses, denied people the opportunity to worship, dictated who got to exercise their First Amendment rights when you saw people being able to go out in the middle of the streets and riot and burn down American cities. But, you know, if you want to go to church, no dice. Uh, so I, I would say definitively, they are the authoritarians, uh, these totalitarians on the left. Oh, 100 percent. Well, you know, and, and look no further than, you know, look at the the FBI and those same people talking about sort of the, you know, the, the taken over leadership in these roles by the leftists. I mean, you know, anyone who was about within about a thousand mile radius of Washington, D.C. on January 6th is being investigated in this. But, you know, a year of looting, rioting, murder, millions of damn, you know. Oh, no. Well, that's 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 for social justice. I mean, what are we morons? Are we clowns? They're not even looking. They haven't even. I, I see a tweet from the FBI every five minutes about someone. There was a picture of him taken in the vicinity of Washington, D.C. They were in like Tennessee. Right. Uh, it's close enough to D.C. We, we want to investigate this person. But when they actually take over government buildings, when they take over literally square blocks of a major U.S. city, oh, that's wonderful. You know, people were murdered. No, we're not going to investigate that. I mean, it's 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 truly sick. I mean, it's truly sick. And yet they're doing it every day. How much damage do you think Democrats are doing? I mean, we're saying this, you know, critical race theory, basically, you know, if you're white, you're racist, you're a terrible person being taught in schools. It's infiltrating the military. It's being pushed by the Biden administration. Just this intense identity politics narrative. How how much negatively how negatively do you think that'll impact them heading into the middle class voter or middle or sorry midterm elections because clearly they're ignoring actual issues that impact americans oh yeah no well well, you know not as much as it should again because it's not getting out there the way it needs to right i mean you have people like myself people like yourself who are willing to talk about it but you know we just don't have the megaphone that you know that big tech has reaching hundreds of millions of people a day kind of thing I, you know so it it, it should because I, I think when you talk to reasonable people they can't believe that they're pushing this kind of nonsense i mean they're they're shocked now many of them are still afraid to say something about it because they've been you know they've been either trained or they've been sort of beaten into submission uh for fear of reprisal which you know again the reprisal only works one way it's the left against anyone conservative uh but you know it, it will still do damage you know people are getting it you saw that in mccallan uh, you know, this week. Uh, but, you know, it's it's not going to be uh, a level of where it should be based on what's actually going on, because most people won't have all of the requisite information. What they have will be, you know, information light or information manipulated uh, to to take away sort of the more stinging aspects, you know, of these policies and of the agenda. But, you know, I, I still think it hurts them more. The more of us that talk about it who are unafraid uh, I think that helps get it out more. And I think, you know, if you took objective people and put them in the room, no different than the Biden voter who said, man, had I known that, had I known that, I would have never voted for him. I think you have that. You just got to get those people, which is why people can't be afraid to actually speak up, to have these conversations, to point to point this stuff out uh, you know, to, to their friends and to their peers and colleagues. Well, it's so interesting because Joe Biden ran as a moderate. Uh, but he is anything but, and he's probably one of the most left-wing presidents we've ever seen in American history. I, oh, I, I agree. And I mean, again, I sort of said that. And again, I don't, I don't think that's because Joe Biden's an actual, uh, you know, I, I don't even think he's that radical. I just don't think he knows what the hell is going on. 
I mean, I think he has a team of people that are in actual control that are pushing these agendas. I mean, you know, that you, you look at his commentary from the past, like Joe Biden didn't just magically become woke a- after 50 years. Like, this is nonsense. But he doesn't know what's going on. You see that. You know, he doesn't remember where he is half the time. He told us the other day, you know, he forgets that he's president sometimes. I was like, that's freaking wonderful. That's someone who I want to have the nuclear button. Uh, but again, the people who are crafting his policy that are putting these things in front of him for him to sign, you know, he just wants to be left alone and take a nap as far as I'm concerned. So he's pushing it. Those people are true radicals, um, you know, and and they're getting what they want. He's, he's signing it. What do you think people get the most wrong about your dad? Hmm. Listen, I, I think you know, there was a, you know, the, the narrative shown that is, uh, you know, dictatorial, you know, he's an authoritarian, you know, he just loves this country and wants to do what's right. He has a com- he's a common sense, uh, you know, a- agenda to all of these things. So, you know, the notion that he's this sort of, you know, you know dictatorial mania is just absolutely insane. And yet they sold it, you know, that he, he's only pushing hydroxychloroquine because it's an ego place. Like, no, he was just hopeful that it would work and help save American lives. You know, that that's it. He's pushing Wuhan conspiracy theory because, no, you, you, you don't want to push the most logical explanation because Donald Trump has been strong on China. Donald Trump called it out for years and has been saying what they're doing. Uh, you know, this would only further prove that, that they're either reckless, not functioning in the best interests of the world, only looking out for themselves, et cetera, et cetera. Like, this isn't rocket science, folks. So, you know, just the persona that's been characterized and created by the media of Donald Trump is just very different than the guy that I know. Um, and I think some people see that because they see it in the personality. Again, you just can't get that through to some of the people, whether it be on the left, because they're watching, you know, sort of the Rachel Maddow version of of what's actually going on, which is just, you know, political fiction, uh, political entertainment uh, with the purpose of creating a narrative and an objective. So, you know, hey, there, there was you know, no upside in him getting into this game. Uh, he was a successful guy with. You know, half the people that go after more than half the people that go after him these days on the celebrities. I were, were friends and we've had dinner with them. Uh, he did this because he loves his country and he sees what's going on uh, and was disgusted with it. And, you know, I, I hope whether it's him running again or whether it's him just sort of being the catalyst for a movement of people pushing back against these asinine and insane policies, uh, you know, that that makes a difference for our country and the future of uh, American democracy and freedom. What's next politically for you? Uh, <laughs> Uh, no idea. Uh, you know, listen, I got, I got the bug. Uh, I, I enjoy it. I'm, you know, for, for better or worse, I have sort of, you know, the, I, I like being in the fight. So, you know, some of the stuff that scares away a lot of people doesn't actually bother me even a little bit. It's sort of, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, for, again, for better or worse, I'm not saying it's necessarily, uh, you know, a, a rational response to some of these things, but it, uh, it works. So, you know, I'm going to stay in the game. I'm going to keep fighting. And I, I don't think that means running for an office, you know, anytime soon, but like, I'm going to help people who I think uh, can win people who I think can, can fight. And, you know, I'm going to stay involved one way or the other. Uh, and frankly, I think I can probably move the needle a lot more doing that than I could, you know, in Congress or whatever it may be. Uh, Cause I have a lot more freedom to, you know, to say what actually needs to be said. Uh, you know, that too many people, once they're sort of part of the machine, uh, you know, either, you know, perhaps, you know, lose the gumption or the ability or, you know, for fear of reprisal again, you know, so I'm going to stay in the game one way or the other. And, uh, you know, I, I've enjoyed it and I, I believe our country is worth fighting for. And last question I got to ask, 2024, does your dad run yes or no? 
You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, oh, and, come on, Don, break some yeah. news. Help me out here. I, I, I don't know. I was with him yesterday, and I was like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's an element of him that wants to. I think that you know, again, one way or the other, uh, you know, he's going to be, you know, to be active and to be involved. And, you know, I think he's going to make, uh, you know, a, a, a decision on that, you know, in time. But I, I don't know that a decision, and I know that, frankly, a decision one way or the other hasn't been made. Um, but, you know, again, I, I think he's a tough guy. They're trying to make it so it's impossible for him to do it. You can see that. But, again, he, he's not one of those people that's uh, swayed, uh, you know, by that sort of nonsense. H- had he been, he would have never done it in the first place. So, you know, I, I, I hope so because I think, you know, he, he's one of the few that could actually – uh, do it and still has the guts to push back to keep that movement going. And, and hopefully that gives rise to, you know, some sort of other rock star. I mean, I, I think, you know, there's probably some people that are uh, doing a good job that have, you know, you know, sort of understood what's going on, have learned from him and sort of started adapting some of those things have, you know, given up on sort of, you know, the establishment mindset and, you know, the, the notion that, you know, the other side is going to be fair, honest and cordial, uh, you know, and, you know, hopefully, with enough time, we, we have enough of those guys that we have a bench because that's the problem. I, I don't know that we have a bench, uh, you know, to to fill, uh, you know, whether it's that vacancy or some of the other important positions uh, in government that we'd have to go after uh, to do that. We need to get that bench going. And, you know, there, there's not many names on that list right now that, that, that would be good that could do it other than him. And for real, for real, last question, I promise. Uh, how much will we see your dad on the campaign trail for the midterms? I, I imagine quite a bit. I mean, God knows they're making it easy for us. Uh, you know, you, you don't have to look much past, you know, energy pricing, commodities pricing, the border, the Middle East, just, you know, just about everything, uh, you know, to say, hey, you know, I told you so. Uh, I told you so. So, you know, he, he sees it. He gets it. So, you know, I, he, he likes the action. So uh, I, I think he'll be a pretty you know, formidable force on the campaign trail. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Don Jr., thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure, Lisa. Good to be with you. I want to thank Donald Trump Jr. again for such an awesome interview. And I want to thank you guys at home. If you like today's show, please leave us a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much when you guys leave reviews and you leave ratings. So I would really appreciate it if you wouldn't mind doing that. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram and at Lisa Marie Booth. Let me know what you think about the show there too. I, I try to respond or at least pay attention to what people say. Also just want to thank our producer, John Cassio, writer Aaron Kliegman, researcher Margaret Smith and our executive producers, Debbie Myers and Speaker Newt Gingrich for making this podcast possible, all part of the Gingrich 360 network. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume free, safe to use inside and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.